Hammer Radio. No. Hello. Shh. Welcome to the Good Vibe Show on Gamma Radio. We're here at a very special location today, which may or may not be uh, uh, haunted. Oh, it's not haunted, Dave. It's just my imagination. Your, your imagination. Ah, yes, of course. There's no such thing as g- 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 ghouls. I beg to differ. Oh, apart from ignorant Jobsworth, who has been a ticket inspector here at the Lower Spittle train station for the past 200 years or so. Two hundred and four. Still waiting for a promotion. And it's Ignatius Jobsworth, by the way. Uh, yes, Mr Jobsworth has been kind enough to let us stay here uh, whilst we are on um, a holiday uh, from the hustle and bustle of everyday celebrity life. Yes, it's nothing to do with the fact that we are living in fear of the Vespula Vulgaris wasp cult after the tragic events at the Limpet Games, which, ironically, we had nothing to do with. All those people... Lost their lives. We lost all our bloody cans of beans. (sighs) Yes, that too. We could have had a weekend away at the Lickington Spa and Hotel Resort. Instead, we are shivering and cowering in the cafe on Platform 2. But still, it's a a lovely getaway. Anywhere's a lovely getaway if you're hiding from bloodthirsty mobs. Take it from me. I used to work for Great Western Rail. Bloody thirsty mobs. (laughs) Don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Anyway, on today's show, uh, we will be mostly staying put. So as not to disturb the resting spirits of the uh, ghosts that that don't exist. (laughs) What else are we doing, Fog? Uh, Well, we've got a a, a, a guest. Yes, yes, ignorant. You will be the guest this evening, won't you? Normally, I'd have to pass it by the Human Resources Department but seems as they're more like the human remains department nowadays. I suppose so. Great. Now we've got a guest. Uh, what else do we need? Call-ins. Yes, call-ins, please. Call in. I mean, please. We're desperate to hear your voices. We haven't spoken to anyone interesting in two weeks. It's just been us and uh, now uh, Ignoramus Jobsworth here. Uh, uh, no offence. None taken. I've done the customer service course. Oh, and of course, being in this dark and gloomy train station, this is a perfect opportunity for my very own self-penned play called Murder on the Daily Express by Fog and the Tracks Productions. What? I think you only spent two hours on this morning. Well, that's an hour longer than usual. You spent the first hour and a half just practising doing stupid voices. It's called character building, Dave. And then the other half hour copying from that old world novel by Agony Crispies. Dave, you just don't understand the creative process, do you? What you do is, you copy works from existing popular culture, change a few words, and then perform it in very stupid voices. No wonder everything you do is terrible. You're not doing that on the show today. I know we're short of content, but we're not that desperate. What? How dare you, Dave? For all your kindly words and nervous demeanour, you can be an absolute bastard. <gasps> I will perform this work, Dave, if it's the last thing I do. No, Fog. You can save it for open mic night at Rib Splitter's Comedy Club. It's not a comedy, it's a murder mystery. Oh, we'll discuss this later, Fog. Uh, but first, of course, uh, the news. Uh, Mr Jobsworth, uh, would you mind? Ugh. Bing bong. This is the news. What? No, no, no. It goes uh, da-da-da-da-da. News. Have you listened to the show? No. It's just how it was done in the olden days. (sighs) Anyway, the Vespula Vulgaris charity has been revealed as being nothing more than a violent religious cult whose sole aim is to serve the wasp overlords who have brought so much misery to Lois Spittle. On a lighter note, uh, the evil cult have kidnapped our dastardly imposters, Fake Fog and Fake Dave, who have been staining the airwaves with their filthy mouths. Fucking animals. (laughs) Quite. 
The two fraudsters have been carted away to goodness knows where to suffer unimaginable torment stroke pleasure at the hands of this shadowy cabal. Be careful, folks. Who knows who is a member of this League of Darkness? It could be your neighbour. It could be your mum. It could be you. Are you a member of a shadowy cult? Call us now. No, Dave, Dave. Uh, no, no, don't call us. Don't call us. Uh, don't even listen to us. Uh, we've been captured. Uh, you're torturing us now. Ah, ow, ow, ow. Uh, we're not at the train station at all. <laughs> we're at the, 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 the Burger Off Grill and Patisserie on the other side of town. Oh, Dave's lost it again. Anyway, listeners, please do call us if you have any information of anyone who might be a member. Please be ready with their name and full address so we can uh, uh, not, not blackmail them. And another news... Uh, uh, well, we've been out of the loop a little bit recently, so um, if you do have any news, uh, do call us. Oh, great. We've got someone calling right now. Uh, hello, caller. Uh, what's going on? Hello. My name's Scrumptious Weasel, and I'm calling to report a ghost. What? That's not what we asked for. My ghostly experience happened last Tuesday. Or was it Wednesday? Could have been Thursday. Anyway, I was sitting at home painting my toenails, which requires a lot of concentration, what with looking down and then back up at the easel, when my focus was interrupted by the arrival of a gigantic spirit orb, which flew violently through my window. A what? A spirit orb? Uh, what did it do? I don't want to know. There's no such thing as ghosts. There's no such thing as ghosts. Well, it smashed right into my easel and then came to a rest on the floor. And, and, and then what did it do? Well, it's been sat there for the last week. I don't touch it. What? Well, that doesn't sound very scary. Where did it come from? It was booted through the window by the kids next door. Clearly some kind of psychic attack. Oh, so a child has kicked a round object through your window. Tell me, was it black and white and covered in mystical hexagrams and pentagrams? That's right. It had the spirit word mitre written on it. It was very round. Have you seen one before? Yes, what you have there, my dear fellow, is actually called a football. You idiot. Young people are always kicking them around. Now get off the line. Next caller. Hello. You're live on Gamma Radio. Tell us the news from your part of town. Hello. I'm Frida Animals, and I think my husband is haunted. Oh, not another spooky tale. Oh, shut up, Dave. It's better than dead air. Oh, no. The very air is dead. Right. Frida, tell us about your haunted husband. He's been possessed by spirits. Every Friday night for the past three years, he mysteriously disappears from the house for a few hours. And when he returns, he's a different man. Oh, well, how so, Frida? He can't speak properly. He can't walk straight. And he even smells like spirits. Smells like spirits? What do you mean? What do, what do spirits smell like? Uh, whiskey, vodka, gin. Uh, sometimes even brandy on special occasions. Oh, I see. Well, what you need to do to exercise these demon spirits, Frida, is to follow him when these happenings occur. You will find that they lead him to the pub. Then you must scream in a high-pitched voice at the pub landlord, probably called Mog, and then demand your husband never frequent such an unholy place again. Are you calling my husband a drunk? No, I'm calling you a thick-skulled dumbo. Oh! Next. Oh, dear. <sighs> We would actually like some news, listeners, if you wouldn't mind. Who's next? Um, my name's Sir Phyllis Cockdrivel, and I have had a ghostly experience. Oh, bowls, not another one. Oh, tell us then, Sir Phyllis. Well, it was on the scariest night of the year, October Fright Night, and I returned home from a dressing-up party, you know, and when I got home, it was dark. 
Well, that generally happens at night, yes, yes. So I crept through the house, taking care not to disturb any sleeping spirits or ghouls of the night. Oh, fog. I don't like where this is going. When all of a sudden, a great pain shot through me. I turned around, and in the mirror on the wall, I saw the ghastly face of a screaming nun. No, it's ghosts! It's ghosts! Uh, what happened? What did you do? Well, quick as a flash, I turned on the light, and realised the screaming nun was, uh, me. Turned out I just stubbed my toe on me living room coffin, screamed, and then looked in the mirror. I was wearing a habit from your costume, you see. What? Well, that's not a ghostly experience, is it? Well, it was the best I had. Don't see you tell any ghost stories, do I? Didn't want ghost stories! We wanted the bloody news! Uh, don't talk to our listeners like that, Dave. No. Have some respect. Uh, but he is right, Phyllis. Bugger off. Oh, that's enough for now. I was scared already, but now all your ghost stories have really put the willies up me. Oh, really, Dave? I didn't realise you are into that sort of thing. Huh? You should join me sometime at Keith Fungfeller's Gentleman's Club, if you can handle it. Uh, 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 yeah, 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 maybe. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not into any of that. Any of what? Uh, sex. With anything. Oh, of course, you're one of those blunt spoons, aren't you? Blunt spoons? Uh, well, actually, Fog, I'll have you know that I'm currently in a... Ghosts! Ghosts! Quick! Fog! Let's hide somewhere! Ghosts? Oh, shit. It's terrifying Tuesday, isn't it? I completely forgot what with you two rabbiting on all night. Terrifying Tuesday? What's that? Oh, I've got a little side gig going on. What with the train companies not paying me much these days? Oh, well, they don't pay anything, actually. Anyway, I let local ghost hunters come in here with their customers... For a terrifying evening of bladder-squirting spiritual shenanigans. What? So it is haunted? Uh, yes, it is. Why not? I mean, there's lots of creepy noises and everything. Oh, oh no. Real ghosts. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, this could be just what we need. I'll go and ask the ghost hunters if we can tag along with them uh, with our microphones for a very special live haunted show. Uh, stay there, Fog. I'll be back in a moment. Right then, Jobsworth. My little friend there may have swallowed what you're ejaculating, but Fog Lamp von Krampus III, Esquire, knows a dastardly scam artist at work when he tastes one. You're clearly bilking these poor naive punters for every bean they've got, and it's my duty as a respectable citizen of the wasteland and the top broadcaster... In the world, as far as I know, to insist that you cut me in on the action. Come on, I'm destitute. Please. What? what, what? No, no, it's my only income. Oh, well, you may wish to reconsider, Jobsworth. I'll tell the world, you see. Every man, woman, child, mutant and robot will know of your crimes. You'll never show your face in town again. Hush, hush now. All right, all right. Just keep your gob shut, will you? Absolutely. And the very soul of discretion. Fine. You can help me out. But you mark my words. This had better be the most pants-shittingly terrifying evening these punters have ever had. Or else. <laughs> Don't you worry about that. If there's one thing I know about, it's pants-shitting. No, wait, I mean... All systems go! The ghost hunters have agreed to broadcast live on the show. I have to say, Fog, it's going to be awful. I'm terrified. But it's all we've got. But tough tits, Dave. If you can't handle my creative genius and insist on censoring my works from the airways, I've no option but to refuse to partake in today's show. You'll have to face those devils on your own. I'm not going to hold your hand. Oh, don't be like that, Fog. All I said was that your quickly cobbled together play would be... rubbish. How very dare you! Get out! Go on, wait, go and chase your wait, ghost, see if I wait. care. 
I promise you'll regret it. Oh, fine, Fog. I'll do the show on my own. I'll face my fears in the name oh, of... Oh, just get out. No. Oh. Oh, okay. Right then. Um, um, hello, listeners. And welcome to a very special edition of The Good Vibe Show with me, Dave, and... Uh, Myself. Yeah, anyway, on tonight's show, we will be investigating the spiritual world as we go on a live ghost tour of Lower Spittle train station with the renowned spiritual mental case, Creed Kafer. Uh, good evening, Mr. Kafer. Uh, would you mind explaining to our listeners what this evening's all about? Well, good evening to you, Dave. Yes, I've brought a group of supernatural enthusiasts on a spiritual journey here tonight. Together, we're hoping to experience some of the ghostly goings-on in the most daunted place that we're in. Uh, tell me, Mr. Kafer, uh, what qualifies you to be the leader of tonight's incredible journey? Well, from a young age, I was touched by a hand. Oh. A spiritual hand, mind you. That hand belonged to my spirit guide, Bram. He died over a thousand years ago, but has since come back to divulge secrets from beyond the grave. Oh, uh, so he's... Uh, uh... A ghostly fellow, then, who follows you around? Yes, he is. Would you like to speak to him? What? No. I mean, uh, well, actually, yes. 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 Well, this is a world's first listeners, a a communication from beyond the veil. Hear me, O spirit, and speak. Bram. Bram, are you there, Bram? Oh, Oh, he he is, but, well, well, he rarely comes through. He passes messages on to me from the spirit world. They've got a very particular way of working, you see. Anyway, there, there is a message coming through. Bram says uh, there's a spirit lady here. She's got a message for someone in the crowd. Oh, now the letter, he's saying the letter J. Uh, J? No. The letter J, anyone? Does that mean anything to anyone here? The letter J. Uh, oh, oh, sorry, sorry. The, sometimes the communication is a bit blurry. It was, it was K, I meant K. Oh, okay. Uh, no. What? Really? L S R P. I can't spell. Uh, you, you there? Is is your mum dead? Uh, yes. Good. What was her name? Ophelia. P. There's a P in Ophelia. <gasps> oh. Anyway, her message is she loved you very, very much, and carry on with the uh, the rest of your life. Oh, it's oh, totally really good. good. Lovely. Oh, yes. What she spelt it with an F. Shut up. No, oh, that was amazing. I felt a chill in the air there, listeners. Oh, yes, Dave, it's all about bringing comfort to the punters. It's a noble calling. Oh, he is very good. Who predicted my mum was going to die? When she had typhoid, you know. Oh, yes, 89 she was, I remember. What a true professional. Well, listeners, after Creed has shown off his gifts, I think we're ready to begin the tour. Uh, Mr. Kafer, lead the way. Oh, yeah, it's time to begin the tour. We begin here in the ticket hall. How many journeys began here and ended here? Countless stories of people buying tickets and getting on trains and going somewhere or getting refunds. Um, not much seems to be happening. Oh, oh, oh! Now, let's move on. Through here. Beyond the rusty barriers of despair, we come to platform one. Oh, oh, wait, wait, Bram, Bram's trying to say something. He says, oh, that's very sad, Bram, very tragic. It's another lady, a mere slip of a girl. Another she one. died here, she died right here. 
Oh, I'm getting, I'm getting visions of blood, blood and pain. The air is thick with it. It's like black pudding soup here in the spirit world, everybody. I'm drowning, drowning in blood. Sorry, Bram, go on, tell me more. What happened, Mr. Kaifer? Was there a murder? A terrible disaster? Can we talk to her, Bram? Does she want to speak to us? Oh, 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 his eyes, his eyes, listeners, they've rolled back inside his skull, he's looking up, up to the spirits, I think she's coming through. Now I am Annie, hello everyone, I am the girl which died all them years ago on this here platform, let me tell you my horrible tale, a tale of death and woe. I can't believe this, listeners. There's an actual ghost speaker coming through, Mr. Kafer. Uh, uh, hello there, uh, dead. Uh, Annie, uh, you are dead, aren't you? Yes, I am. Uh, tell us your tale, low spirit. How did you meet your terrible fate? Oh, it were back in them days, before all the trouble. I were a wizardy witch. And I were off to school to learn all me magics and that, in it, bruv. But but I couldn't find the right platform to get me train. A man with an owl told me to run through a magical portal that would take me to where I needed to be. Well, what happened next? Turned out the magical portal was that brick wall over there. Cracked me head open like a raw egg. Oh. Shame was that it? Sad tale. That was a pretty stupid thing to do. I was expecting a tale of murder and dastardly deceit. Oh, and, and then me mum murdered the owl. Murdered the owl? Yes, the yes. Well, well, if that's your attitude, then like you. I'm going now. Bye. Uh, goodbye. All right, well, uh, goodbye, dead Annie. Uh, Mr. Kafer, are you back with us? Oh, oh she was a bad un. She was a bad un. Oh, I'm sorry, everyone. That must have been very, very hard for you to see. Really? Let us proceed to platform three. Follow me. Right. Now, platform three is very, very haunted. Stick together and everyone hold on to the coattails of the person in front. It's what I call the ghost train. Now, can you all feel that? Can you? You know that chilly feeling on the bottom of your back? That's the spirits trying to get up your chakra. Don't let them feel it. Um, I have to say, Mr. Kafer, spirits trying to get up my chakra also feels like the cold wind up my jumper. Oh, oh, um, um, hmm. Well, 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 I hate to break this to you, Dave, but it's ghosts. Oh, okay. What? The wind? No, oh, the wind! The wind is a ghost! Ladies and gentlemen, a revelation! The wind is a ghost! Uh, no, wait, hang on. What? Stop, everybody! Can you feel that? Something terrible, absolutely terrible happened here. If you listen very carefully, you can hear the muttered voices of the discombobulated spirits fluttering on the breeze. Oh yes, listeners. I don't know if you can hear this, but there's definitely some noises. Those are the foul voices of evil ghosts coming towards us. Now if you... Actually, they, they are getting louder, aren't they? Yes, yes, they are getting louder, Mr. Kafer. Uh, do you think we'll see any? Oh, dear. Uh, I think, uh, 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 there are actual ghosts coming. I mean, actual ghosts who'd have thought it. Uh, I did. I, I, I thought that. But perhaps we should all uh, go back to the main entrance now. Listen, mate, we're going nowhere. He's right. I've paid good beans to see a ghost and I'm not leaving till I'm dripping with ectoplasm. All right, everybody, calm down. There's malevolent spirits on the loose after all. 
Oh, please, please, let's go. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, the punters have grabbed me and Mr. Kafer. We've got no choice now. We'll have to face whatever hideous monstrosities come around the corner. They certainly want to get their money's worth. Listeners, we're faced with the most disgusting sight. A group of demonic entities who have doppelganged themselves to look exactly like us. They've taken on our features and our clothing, but in a sick, twisted, ugly fashion, an abomination of nature. Speak, hideous demons, and tell us your foul purpose. You ain't exactly a looker yourself, Dave. From Gamma Radio, ain't ya? My name's Ted, and this is my wife, Deranged. Hello. Together, we are Ted and Deranged Sparrow, demonologist extraordinaires. We're taking this group of uh, sucker uh, punters, uh, ghost enthusiasts, yeah, ghost enthusiasts, around the train station for an evening of fun-filled frights. Hey, hang on a moment. Is that you, Creed Kafer? Why are you here? And why are you hiding in a trash can? Oh, Ted, it's you. Hello, Deranged. Hello. I was just communicating with this haunted uh, balloon. But it's deflated. No ghosts here. What are you doing here? It's Terrifying Tuesday. It's our night. Is it? Thought it was Weird Wednesday. Well, we're here now. I'm halfway through, anyhow. Ah, jeez. Ah, so, Creed, you're still doing all those stupid voices? Uh, if you mean am I still a conduit for the spirit world to communicate with the living, then yes, I am. Are you and your crazy wife still insisting that every meaningless object is possessed by demons? demons. Well, I don't know about that. Why don't you ask Miserable? I'm Miserable, and I'm a demonic girl. Your flesh looks tasty. It's just a puppet, everybody. You're just a puppet. A puppet for the spirits, yes. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it appears that a rival ghost group has turned up to tour the haunted train station as well. Yeah, it's Ted and Deranged on Terrifying Tuesdays, me on Weird Wednesdays, Backzaggings on Throw Up Thursdays, Mystic Greg on Freaky Fridays, and the Haunted Plumbers on Spooky Saturday. What about Sunday and Monday? Sunday's when all the old world railway enthusiasts come and get very excited by all the trains, you know? Oh, that's why they wear the anoraks. Mm. Free ectoplasm, though. And Mondays is when Jobsworth has to clean it all up. He's a good bottler. Hey, uh, where is Jobsworth anyway? Surely he'd be the ideal guy to tour the station with. What? Jobsworth? I don't... I don't... Do you, Ted? Do you? Jobsworth? What? Never heard of her. Why would you bring up Jobsworth? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, yes, Jobsworth. The man who invited us all here. You know. Tatty old uniform. Face like a crusty moon. Looks like a two-month-old pork chop. Speaks like a moron. Smells like a disease. Good evening, listeners. Uh, sorry to interrupt, but it is I, the better half of the Good Vibe Show, namely Fog. Unbeknownst to Dave, Jobsworth and I have cooked up a little scheme together to ensure that the ghost hunters really do get the fright of their lives <laughs> and rain down retribution on Dave for his earlier insults. I'm going to scare him so much, he'll think he's died and gone to hell. <laughs> oh, but of course, it's all in the name of good fun. Part of my new secret segment, Funtime Fog's Pranks of Justice. Isn't that right, Jobsworth? Yeah, whatever. Just be ready. There will be a queue in a moment. 
Now remember, like I said, at this stage of the evening, we'll just perform a few strange noises in the distance in order to unsettle the punters and create a creepy atmosphere for the tour. I usually start with a few gentle... Right, I'll bang these binlets together. Oh, wait. Cheese. Feet like lobsters. Keeps his nose in his pocket. Oh, him. Yeah, yeah, I know. <gasps> Speaking of Dobsworth, did you, did you hear that, everybody? Yeah, the banging yeah. in the distance? Surely it's the ancient war drums of a long-forgotten tribe of... It's uh, a demon, I tell you. Red hat and raw. Coming for your very soul. No, Ted, it's an ancient tribe. Oh, Ted's right. It's the demon Hanna-Barbera. Come to rend our flesh from our bones. Oh, do you think so, do you? Well, shall we consult the spirits and see what they say, shall we? Yeah, go right ahead. Right, I will. I will then. Right, Bram, 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 I need something from you. I'm sorry to ask, but could you find out where those noises are coming from? Find the spirits responsible and bring them unto me. Ah, here we go. Oh, oh, spirits, give me a sign. I said, I said... Give me a sign! Oh, Kareem, why don't you let Ted say some of the lines? He's got more stage presence. Oh, the rain, Tony, don't you worry about it. None of this is rehearsed, folks. None of this, none of Fine, Ted, you can say the bloody next one. Oh, 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 I am being possessed. Here it comes, filling me up. I am a bad one. I am a bad one. A bad one I am. I hate you. I hate you all. Get out. Get out. Get away from me, you monkey-eyed freak. Get away. Hey, demon, you want a cough drop? Well, it does hurt me. Shut up. Shut up. I'm evil. Evil, I tell you. You ain't nothing but a floozy. I'll kill you. I'll kill you. I'll smash your ears off. Oh, yeah? Go on, then. Hit me. What? Hit me, evil demon. Go on, suck me in the jaw. Go on, go on, right in the kisser. Come on, come on, come on, hit me there. Come on, come on. You, no. You see, ladies and gentlemen? I'm back now. I stopped him from physically arming you, Ted. No. He was going to do it. He was. He was yeah. a bad one, weren't he? He was going to kill yeah, you, Ted. Yeah. Whatever, Creed. We all saw what happened. No, he didn't. It was a spirit. It was invisible. Invisible like your talent. Gentlemen, gentlemen, please. We're on the same side here. Exploring the mysteries of the unknown. Perhaps we should join forces in order to experience a proper haunting in relative safety. <laughs> no way. This guy's got a haunted pimples. He brings ghost hunting into disrepute. Well, speak for yourself, you lunatic. Instead of getting that doll to do it for you. Why, Ayada? Gentlemen, please. Let us not forget the most important thing here. Free radio advertising for both of your ghost groups. Oh, well... You know, in the I interests of reaching out to the spiritual world, perhaps. Well, well it's against my principles, but yeah, all right. Excellent. Let us move on from this, and let me ask, what are you going to serve up next? From the ghostly menu. Uh, we've had some goulash, for starters, and it's time for the main course of spaghosty boulonnaise. I can't think of a dessert. Excuse me, everybody. It's me, Deranged Sparrow. I need to tell you all that Miserable has something to say to you all. If you could all be quiet for a moment. <laughs> it's ten o'clock, you miserable human bastards. 
Excuse her language. She's not from around here. Now where is she from? Swansea. Okay, everybody. We gotta move to the last property office. If you just follow me. Welcome back to the real part of the show. Me and my new best friend Jobsworth are currently hiding behind the counter in the lost property room. The lights are dim and we're all ready for the next part of the ghostly encounter. Explain to the listeners what's going to happen next, Jobsworth. Right. This stage of the evening is where we perform the seance. Now, I've rigged up a number of contraptions that are operated by these fishing lines. I've labelled them very carefully, and we'll operate them on specific cues given by our tour guides. It's all very carefully arranged. They'll direct the people's attention to where it needs to be, and all we have to do is sit here and pull the wires in order. Great! Uh... Just one thing, you explained this to me before and it was all rather boring, so I've made a few little modifications. What? What do you mean? What have you done? Well, I wrote a list. Look, firstly, I... Shh! It's too late now. Here we go. Holy mother, you stink, Jobsworth! Shh! Come in, everybody. Oh, actually, not everybody. I need five volunteers to help me with the seance. Oh! Who would like to join me? I would. Dave? Oh, no! I'm fine, thank you. I'll just stay here. Oh, Bram sends his spirit light to engulf you. No harm will come to you. Oh. Well, are you sure? Who else? Me! 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 All right, all right, we'll have uh, you with the brown coat, you with the chin nose, you with the face like a rotten plum, and you with all the uh, uh, beard. Come in and sit down. Everybody else, just stand outside. You can, uh, you can see us. Well, listeners, this is all very exciting, if a bit unnerving. We're in a very dark room lit by a single candle. Apparently, it used to be the lost property office of the train station. There's a table in the middle uh, with a squeegee board on it. We're going to try and, and contact the spirit world by conducting something called a seance. Well, everybody, this is the room of lost property. Take note of the many stacks and piles of forgotten possessions that surround us. Who knows how many spirits will be attached to the objects left behind centuries ago? None! If there's anything here, it's going to be demons. Oh, this is a seance, Ted. It's ghosts, okay? You just stay out there and guard the door. From demons, if you like. Right. Stick your fingers on this glass and calm yourselves as I open the doorway to the other side. Can I just turn your attention to the empty boxes on those shelves there, please? As I ask... Is there anybody there? Oh, was, was that the cue? Yes, Fog. Pull string number one, quick. I said, is there anybody there? Right. <laughs> Just as Mr. Caper asked if anyone is there, a load of empty boxes fell off the shelf. I think we're in the presence of a haunting. A haunting. Thank you, spirits, for gracing us with your presence. Now, would anybody like to talk to us? No. Oh, oh, did you feel that? Did you feel it? The glass is moving. It is. It is moving. I'll ask again. Would anybody like to say anything? N? 
uh, they're in a in a funny mood. Uh, uh, Bram, 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 can you help us out here? Is there anybody there? Oh, I can feel him. I can feel him coming through. He says, he says, yes, there's bloody loads of them. Oh, We're surrounded by the spirits. Oh, my God. One's coming forward. Oh. It's a woman, a lady. She seems oh, like a good one. She seems like a good one. Oh, oh. Oh, she's a being of light, ladies and gentlemen. Come to illuminate us with her presence. Oh, lady, what is your name? Clarissa. Clarissa. Oh, that's a beautiful name. What's that, Clarissa? She says, oh, she says she's going to come out of that there suitcase. Fog, pull the string labelled suitcase lid. Uh, this one, this one. Right, right. <gasps> Took me ages to get that quite right. Shh! Oh, listen, the suitcase has opened on its own. Yeah, I just said that. Little Clemmy. Oh, oh, this is wonderful, wonderful. Everybody, keep your eyes on the suitcase. Clarissa is about to reveal herself in splendid glory. Show us, Clarissa, the form in which you'd like to be remembered. Right, do it, Fog. <laughs> Watch this. Behold, everybody. How she rises from the case in the form of a beautiful white wedding dress. Wedding dress? Mr. Kafer, that's no wedding dress. That looks more like an enormous dildo, Kafer. Just hovering in the air. You got it wrong again. Oh, so it does. It's demons, I told you. They infiltrate it. Fog, what have you done? Well, wedding dresses are so passe, Jobsworth. I thought this would be scarier. Scarier? A fucking dildo? Well, if you'd had the experiences I've had, you'd understand, wouldn't you? Just lower it. Lower it. Oh, fine. Oh, look, the dildo's gone now. Uh, thanks, Clarissa. Creed, that was a disaster. Perhaps you should hurry up and finish off the show. Um, seance. Uh, with a table tip in. Y- yes, uh... Well, everybody, Clarissa's gone back to her uh, ghost house, and we've got someone else coming through. Who is it, Bram? Oh, he is, is he? Oh, Bram says he's a bad one. He's a bad one. Oh, and he wants to show us something. I think we've seen it already. Oh, not his dildo, Ted. He's going to affect something in the physical realm. He says, he says it's going to be the table. Everybody, put your hands flat on the table and look at it closely. Fog, pull the line. I am pulling it. Uh, I must have gotten it stuck when I was switching all the wires over. Hurry up. Yes, yes, just give it a bit of time, Dave. Like I said, you have to concentrate very, very hard. Fog, you idiot. You've ruined everything. No, I haven't. It's easily fixed. Wait here. I'm going to crawl out there and gently lift the table from underneath, creating the illusion of a ghostly presence. It's so dark, they'll never see me. Oh, Fog, wait. Still nothing happening, Mr. Kafer. Has your spirit abandoned your creed? No, no, he's coming through now. He says, he says, he says, you're a bellend, Ted. Now just concentrate harder and I'm sure something will happen. Really try and, uh, and get into the wood. Look between the grains. What? No, no, okay. Oh, I heard something. Oh, I think the table's moving. Yes, very gently, listeners. The table appears to be... Oh, my glass eyes come out. The wooden legs fall off. 
Demon's Creed. I told you, it was demons. Oh, oh uh, I'm very sorry, everybody. That was obviously a very dangerous spirit who wanted to do us great harm. Oh, let's leave this place before anything else bad happens. Oh, what a squeeze. Oh, well, listeners, that was very frightening and also very painful. As we were staring at the table, willing it to move with the power of the phantoms, all of a sudden, on its own accord, it slammed right into all of our faces. We're leaving the room now. We're all a bit shaken. Let's recover our nerves. Oh, come on, everybody, let's get out of here. Horrible. Deranged, what are you doing, honey? Come on. we got to get to the next performance, uh, next haunting. But, uh, we need to collect the possessed dildo. What? Why? To put in our museum of possessed objects, of course. It'd be really dangerous to leave it lying around. Oh, good idea. Yeah, okay. We can charge ten tins of beans a lot. Twenty if they want to try it out. Well, that went very well, didn't it? <laughs> what? Are you joking? No, it was very exciting. Did you see their faces? Absolutely terrified, just like you wanted it. Now, this is the bit where you go out in a sheet with a torch and run past doorways in the distance, right? <sighs> yes. I thought you could... Uh... Well, not anymore. You're demoted. What? Hand me that sheet. I have my script prepared, my costume ready, and the audience is already suitably petrified. All they need now is my good self. You can go and spray all this ketchup over the walls. What? But, but, and but... And stay out of my way! Well, I... Right, listeners, we have now arrived on Platform 3, where Ted and Deranged are convinced that an everyday object that you might find lying around your home is demonically possessed. In this case, it is a flip-top dustbin. Uh, they're just about ready to perform the ritual. Thank you, Dave. Okay, Deranged, can you sense the presence of a demon here? No, but Miserable can. If I hold her close to the bin, she can feel it. Changing the whole in nature of the bin into something more diabolical. What do you say, Miserable? Yes, it's a naughty bin. Well, folks, looks like we're gonna have to do this right now before it gets too dangerous. Demon, your residence in this innocent household object has been going on for far too long. It's time you left the corporeal world and returned back from whence you came. I am Satan's dustbin. You have no power over me. Wanna bet? Buck, Miggles, Forgun, Marky Mark, Pergan, Mutual, Deslinum. No, I'll drag you down with me. Oh, 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 the bin. It's talking by itself. It's arguing demonically with Ted, who is trying to exorcise the demon. His wife, Deranged, is standing right next to it. Deranged, please be careful. You're dangerously close to losing a knee. Yes, why don't you step away from the bin, Deranged? You know she can't do that, Creed. Uh, it's the most important part of the ritual. Yeah, because she's got a foot on the pedal. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Now, demon, be gone as I throw the ceremonial beer can into your innards. Ah! And with that, the demon was gone. Oh, Ted, you're so brave. Oh, is that the time? Everybody, look over there quickly. What are we looking at? Just, just keep watching that doorway over there. I have a feeling something might happen. 
Thomas Clarence, I was squashed by this train carriage. Stand there, good people, and hear my tale, which I shall perform with this ghostly way. Creed, what's going on? Did you change the program? No, I, 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 I thought this was your doing. Oh, it befell me, a horrible deed, the victim of another's greed, who was the cause of all my strife. Oh, woe is me, it was my wife. Married we were before our journey, but she was in love with a man called Bernie. I pledged to her my life and wealth, but her betrayal destroyed my health. Waited she whilst I weren't looking. She loosed the scheme she had been cooking. She waited for the train to come and swiftly kicked me up the bum. As I flew through the air, I did contemplate. Perhaps the next train would be late. But alas, alack, it was not true. It squashed me into human goo. From this plane I shall now leave. Despair you not, do not grieve. For finally I have told my story. I head now for heaven's glory. Thank you, thank you. Oh, yes, I'm dead. Uh, uh, look away so I can disappear. Go on, turn around. You as well, they, uh, all of you, fight. Now I shall disappear. Hmm. He was awfully familiar. And that poetry has made me feel slightly sick. Now, 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 everybody, did you see that? Yes. A real live ghost manifesting in the real world. That wasn't a ghost. I assure you that was, in fact, an actual real-life ghost. It was a bloke in a sheet. Uh, I gotta agree with Creed on this one. It was clearly a demonic presence. Uh, sometimes demons present themselves as uh, people in sheets. And uh, where else would you hear poetry that bad? Only from hell itself, right? Right, Creed? Huh? Uh, yeah, yes, yes, that's right, that's right. From hell, definitely supernatural, everybody. So you know, did did I uh, did I remind you all we operate a no refund policy? Oh, never mind that. Oh, come on, come on, come on. Hey, I think it's best if we move on to the final part of the tour. Who knows what demonic presence we will find under the clock at midnight? I do. Come on. Hello, listeners, it's me again, Funtime Fog, finishing the Fright Fest with a fantastic Phantom Finale. Now, we've really put the wind up, Dave, and the rest of the punters. It's time to climax with fear. Our audience is being gathered under the station clock in the main lobby. Now, usually, Jobsworth here dresses up in a stupid cloak and plastic mask and chases the punters off the premises. This time, however, I have personally designed the ultimate finale. I shall await their arrival underneath the clock, and at the appointed hour of midnight, I shall launch myself from the rafters, whilst attached to a safety rope, of course, and scream like a banshee as I swoop above their heads, terrifying the punters beyond belief and sending them hurtling out of the doors. Ha 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 ha! No, 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 no. Stop there. With all due respect, Fog. You've done nothing but ruin every stage of this evening. Ah, thank you, Jobsworth. I couldn't have done it without... What? What do you mean, ruined? Well, you ruined the seance by messing with the wires, replacing a perfectly good wedding dress with a huge, vibrating monstrosity, 
You smashed a table into the punters' faces, missed several cues, refused to take direction from me... Take direction from you? A genius doesn't need direction. And the final straw was that dreadful performance you did on top of that train. Well, actually, that was the most frightening thing you did, writing that terrible poetry. Terrible poetry? I'll have you know that... So, if you think I'm going to let you ruin the end of the tour with your talentless performance, you've got another thing coming, Buster. I'm going to swoop majestically from the ceiling. You can stay down here and pull the ropes. No, wait, wait. Oh, shit, shit. Right, 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 fine, fine. If you're going to steal my idea, I'm going to steal yours. Right, stupid Jobsworth. Right, listeners, Jobsworth is sure to undo my good work with an amateur performance dangling in the air like a flabby piñata. It'll be up to me, Fog, to save the evening show by distracting the audience with my most terrifying role as a phantom yet. I've got a mask and a cloak. That's all I need. Now, ghosts, what a joke. Charlotte hands the lot of Well, I hope you're still listening, listeners. We've all gathered underneath the big station clock. And while we've been assured by our tour guide that some kind of terrifying happening is about to uh, happen, um, unfortunately, the audience here doesn't seem to be on board with everything that's happened this evening. And there are a few grumbles here from the paying guests. Let's find out what they think. Hello, sir. How do you feel about what's happened so far? Well, I paid three tins of beans to come here tonight and be terrified out of my wits. And all that's happened is I got smacked in the face by a table and I've been subjected to auditory assault by a gorilla poet. I ain't seen one ghost yet. I haven't seen any A gorilla poet? Wasn't that hairy? Anyway, you, madam, do you share these sentiments? Yes. Um, good. Uh, Creed, uh, what do you say to these naysayers? Well, 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 Dave, I I do agree that the spirits have been somewhat misbehaving this evening, but unfortunately that's the way the spirit world works. You can't guarantee any communications at all, so in that respect we've been rather lucky, actually. Well, I've heard of optimism, but that really does go beyond. (laughs) Well, 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 going beyond is my job. What about you, Ted? It's Creed's fault. If he just admitted it was our demons, none of these things would have happened. Well, Ted, can you prove to me that anything we've seen this evening is the work of demons? Most of your paying guests have become rather sceptical. Uh, and I have to say, I'm, I'm rather undecided myself. Yeah, me too. I'd hate for any of this to be a scam. <laughs> a scam? Dave, I understand your scepticism, but uh, th- th- tell me, if you saw an object move of its own accord, would that prove to you that ordinary objects can be possessed by demonic forces? Um, I suppose so. Maybe? Yes? Deranged, honey, would you pass me that demonic dildo for a second? Oh, what, Ed? I think it's far too dangerous. I'd better hold on to it. Just for a moment. You can have it back. Thank you, honey. Now, Dave, hold on to the dildo and close your eyes. Mm, Okay. Now, feel the demonic presence. Oh, I can feel it. It's moving! It's moving by itself! Quite a large one. There you go, Dave. That's proof. Now... Right, everybody. I know we've had a bad evening, but uh, I have a feeling that you're all about to be scared shitless. Everybody, hush now! Do you want this thing back? 
Just hold on to it for a moment, Dave. Something's happening. It's very dark, isn't it? Shush. Nothing's happening. Oh dear! Look at all the blood! What have I done? Uh, it's heads off. Oh, you did it. Dave killed him. He's a killer. He's a psychopath. He's not going to kill him. He's not going to kill Everybody run! Well, Jobsworth really pulled out all the stops tonight, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, like, wow! Were you in on this all the time, Dave? That was one hell of a show. What? What do you mean? I've... I've killed someone! Killed someone? No, Dave, no, no, it's just the big finale of the show. I have to say, I wasn't expecting something this sophisticated, were you, Ted? No, Creed. Jobsworth has surprised me as well. He's put together one hell of a showstopper tonight. I mean... Usually, he just steps out of the shadows and flaps his arms around going, Whoa! No! Don't you see? I've killed someone! I've knocked his head clean off! With a demonic dildo! Don't be daft, Dave. It's just sauce. Look at the so-called body dangling there. Would a real body be so limp and lifeless? Would a real body have blood and sinews dripping out of the neck area like that? Uh, yes! Well, it just goes to show the effort Jobsworth gone to with his stunt dummy then, doesn't it? Ted, just to prove it to Dave, take that mask off the head. Okay. Look closely, Dave, and you'll see there's nothing to worry about. It's probably just a soccer ball or a sedated pumpkin. Let me take this mask off. Oh, wait. That was no mask. That was a face. It was Jobsworth's face. You killed Jobsworth, Dave. You killed him. It was an accident. I didn't mean to. Oh, he's a bad one. He's a bad one, he is. Come on, Deranged. Let's get the hell out of here. I don't want to be hanging around with a dead body dangling from the ceiling. It's creeping me out. Oh, wait for me, Ted. I'm coming too. I don't want to be next on his menu. No, wait. It wasn't my fault. Come back. Don't leave me here. Please. Oh, Deranged. You've returned. Thank you for coming back to help me. Actually, Dave, uh, could I just take that back off you? Oh. Here you go. Thank you. It's for my collection, of course. Oh, listeners. It's happened again. Well, why do I always have to kill? Whoa! I am the ghost of Dahl's chickens, and I'm here to... Uh... Oh, hi, Fog. Uh... Oh. Oh, what's going on here? Where is everybody? Oh. Oh, no. Oh, Dave, what have you done? And where's Jobsworth? He's up there. And down there. We've had a bit of an accident. Holy mother, what did you do that for? I didn't mean to. I just saw a hideous monster screaming out in the darkness, swooping towards me. I just lashed out with the only weapon I had to hand. Well, what sort of deadly weapon would cause so much carnage? Um, it was that ghostly dildo. What? Dave, that was mine. You killed someone with my terrible trembler. It was possessed by dastardly spirits. No, it wasn't. You're referring to the apparition at the seance. That was merely a clever contraption I put together as part of the immersive theatre production commissioned by Jobsworth. I was just pulling on a string. What do you mean, immersive theatre performance? Did you cook this up together? Are you telling me this entire evening's been nothing but a sham orchestrated by a greedy ghoul? No, Dave. The so-called psychics were in on it, too. Kafer and the Sporans? 
The bastards! It was never about contacting the spirit world and bringing comfort to those left behind. It was always about the beans. Beans, beans, beans! Well, look what your beans have done to us today! We didn't even get any beans! You sent them all screaming off into the night! I didn't even get paid thanks to you! Me? I'm an innocent victim! All I saw was a ghoul swinging towards me, and I did what anyone would have done in my situation! What, turned a perfectly healthy 200-year-old ghoulish gentleman into something resembling a drop lasagna? He was very convincing! Bloody Jobsworth, upstaging me at the last minute. I'll never top that, will I? <sighs> Come on, Dave. Let's get out of here before anyone sees us. We can't just leave him dangling there. Well, I'm sure he doesn't mind. You let him down. I'll collect the pieces. Fine. I'm sorry, Jobsworth. I swear, on Fog's life, I didn't mean to. <laughs> oh, that's more mess. Right, I'll grab his legs, you grab his arms, and we'll shove him in that broom cupboard over there. Okay, okay. <laughs> What was that? Oh, shut up, Fog. I'm not falling for your nonsense anymore. No, no, no. Seriously, Dave, that, that was nothing to do with me. Fog, this is going too far. We're carrying a corpse here, and you're still carrying on with your shenanigans. No, Dave, I swear, that was nothing to do with me. Let's get out of here. I don't like this. I don't like it at all. No, Fog. I'm going to uncover this deception in the name of public good. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to a very special edition of The Good Vibe Show, where we are uncovering the wicked lies employed in the spiritual entertainment industry. Dave, no, no. It must be the ghost of Jobsworth. Come back to get us. There's no such thing as ghosts, Fog. I think we've proven that this evening. Dave, wait. Never run towards the screen, remember? Dave? Dave? Oh, shit. Come on, Fog. I think the sound came from that big metal train carriage over there. Oh, I don't think this is a good idea, Dave. Yes, it is a good idea, Fog. This is the end of the spiritual entertainment business. Oh, shit, 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 shit. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry, Jobsworth, wherever you are, if you're listening. I should never have let you take on my role. It's all my fault. I should have been the one swinging from the rafters. I was born to do it. It's in my blood. Well, in that case, it would have been your blood spread all over the lobby, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's a good point. Yes, I'm glad it was Jobsworth. He made a rookie mistake. Clearly, his performance was too good. Yes, actually, he deserved it, didn't he? No, wait. I mean... I mean, I, I'm very, very sorry, Jobsworth. Please don't eat my soul. Right. Here we are, Fog. Let's heave open this door, and we'll finally reveal the sordid truth of this whole sorry affair. No, 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 Dave, don't! <laughs> oh, we'll reveal two mangled corpses. Dave, Dave, look. It's fake, Fog, and fake Dave. The two imposters who have been impersonating us on the airwaves! They're still warm! What... what happened to them? Would you gentlemen like to find out? <gasps> Take a closer look! Vespula ah! Vulgaris